Welcome to the global phenomenon, Surviving the Survivor, where we bring you the best guests in all of true crime. What's up, STS Nation, and welcome to another episode of Surviving the Survivor, the podcast that promises to bring you the very best guests in all of true crime, alongside my partner in true crime tonight, the one and only, Sound the Calm Alarm. Calm your back. How's it feel? Feels great. Feels great. Uh, this is a long podcast. Anything besides two words? Well, I could elaborate and put in a whole chapter. You are you were in a very stressed mood, and I was in a happy mood. So it kind of wasn't the perfect perfect night, but there are no perfect nights. Uh, I am not T Pain sounding the calm alarm. Nightwood calm alarm. Uh, Pat Virgin, hi everyone. I'll tell you why I'm not in the greatest of moods because um, it's a lot that goes into this. And my lovely wife, the COE, she's finishing up our what we call news a package. I'm going to show you that tour momentarily. Uh, the COE wasn't feeling well last night, and so it threw us off our game, uh, put us back, if you will. Uh, she needed some extra time today. Well, but I ironically, think... ironically, she's going out tonight with her friends. She's fine for that. She's entitled to to unwind a little. I think there's going to be some family therapy involved in this particular episode of Surviving the Survivor. But, um, oh, and she told me she's going to have some issues getting the elements for tomorrow night's show, which I'm going to tell you about in a moment, because she's, oh, she's going out again. You see? <laughs> oh, she's but going the, out the... every night. The problem is that you try to be jack of all trades. You are you are the cameraman, you are the the movie producer, you are the the go you are trying to do too many parts of the the show. Earlier he well, called me. Everyone's coming to her defense. Time with her friends will help her feel better. Uh, exactly. Just, we're going to have a fun exactly. show tonight. She really has a lot on her shoulders. It's like a it's like once Danny Kay had a, a movie where he was a one-man orchestra. He was playing the accordion. He was playing the drums. Everything. She had Sarah. She feels well enough to be going out with all her friends tonight. Just not well enough to that do what she needed to get. That is nice to talk about. Oh, look about, at Misdemeanor OG. Wah, wine Joel. <laughs> <laughs> wine Joel. Who is, uh, the, is this from the, the one today, from England? Or today is a day Scotland? of... Uh, yes. Oh, no, that's Miss Wee Lassie. I don't know where Misdemeanor OG is from. Misdemeanor OG, where are you from? Uh, look at this. Wow, good for her two nights in a row. Uh, hi, Carmen. Joel, hello to you. We're going to have a, a fun show tonight. Got Donuts is coming to us from Chile, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. As you can hear, my voice is going also. So, um, Are you an opera singer? I am. The purpose of uh, tonight's show is we're going to show you a tour. Uh, the last two days, the COE and I uh, were busy working on this. We were traveling around South Florida and uh, filming a lot of Adelson hotspots, if you will. And so uh, she is finishing up on that. And I said, there's no way I'm leaving STS Nation out in the cold. But there's actually some not, I wouldn't say big news, but there is news uh, regarding the Adelson family. It's in the Tallahassee Democrat today. Everyone uh, familiar with the case is talking about it. And I said, what expert should we get on the show tonight? You know, we always have our best guests every single episode. And I said, tonight, 
there are no two better best guests than you and I <laughs> to discuss the dysfunctional relationship between Donna and Charlie and the amount of time that they speak on the phone. Carm, how often would you say, uh, look at Space Coast. Uh, here we go. She's going out since we don't, Joel. Exactly. That is Space Coast. Uh, he and that's I. A, that's a brother and do, a husband betraying a woman. We we do the lion share of the work. And uh, the diva over here to my left and uh, the COE, uh, they, they, they reap the benefits. Love Girls oh Night Out. Oh, my God. He's a victim with a big V on his forehead. I'm in a very... Um, in a mood where I don't feel like taking any crap from anyone. Mary Binney, hello, STS Nation and Joel, COE and Carm and Mods. Hello from Edinburgh, Edinburgh. She needs a break, yeah, Joel. It's, uh, it's um, wonderful because people who don't know the geography of Miami, uh, it, it's almost like a promotion for tourism because even here, it's cold tonight. It's only 69 degrees. And it is dropping. And, and no, it's not the, dropping. The mink, it's dropping tomorrow. The next two days, it's dropping. Look at this yeah. comment. Georgia culture, family dynamics, love it. LOL. We hold nothing back here. A black widower, not widower, but widower coming to us from the Republic of Ireland. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm pissed, I, I but I wouldn't say said, that I'm not pissed. I, that, I, I, I by always the way, said that Joel doesn't need to be analyzed. It's all so obvious. Yes. By the way, this has nothing to do with the fact that, uh, you know, she's tardy with her work. It's the fact that I just take it more seriously. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Look, uh, Crafty Chris enjoys COE. Where is the movie actually? I didn't see it. Movie? What I movie? I mean the 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 thing that you put together. The you're, you're the gonna team. see it live when we see it. Uh the second that uh look at this. Harold, anything but dull. Anytime Carm is in the house, it's a great night. Well, she's in the house tonight. Thank so you. listen, I, I don't know if I can live up to these expectations. I've been basically trying to break this down from the get-go. So tonight obviously is a wacky night. Uh, let me just lay out the, the foundation for the rest of the week. Tomorrow night, we've got Tim Jansen and Monica Jordan, uh, both of Tallahassee, who are coming on uh, to discuss a story that is, as the thumbnail will show you tomorrow, a lot like the Adelsons. That's the title of Did the Did they thumbnail. model themselves after the Adelsons? Basically, this is a story of Jared Bridegan, uh, Microsoft executive, and his former wife, his ex-wife, Shanna Gardner. Well, they were in a hideous divorce, a custody battle. And guess what? Jared Bridegan ends up shot multiple times, dead uh, on his way to drop off his two kids. He has twins with Shanna Gardner, and he was dropping off the twins at Shanna's house and ends up dead. Someone put a roadblock in the way. He had to go out and remove a tire when he went to remove the tire right near the house. Uh, Somebody shot him? Someone shot him. And guess what? It's murder for hire. So many similarities to Dan Markell and the Adelsons. Uh, at the end of the day, um, Jared Bridegan is dead, kind of like our Dan Markell figure in this story. And maybe he didn't want his wife to go out. Mm, Touche, Carm. But uh, it is a death penalty case. They are seeking the death penalty against Shanna Gardner and uh, the husband, the, the new husband, Mario Fernandez Saldana. So we are going to dig deep into that tomorrow night. Uh, big case, high-profile attorney Jose Baez, who got an acquittal 
uh, for Casey Anthony. Uh, so that is tomorrow night. And then on Thursday, Thursday evening, we are going to have Patty Morin on, the mother of Rachel Morin. Do you remember her? Yes, she is the yes, mother five of five. And killed by a, when she was jogging. She was murdered uh, in a disgusting, horrible, horrific murder. And the suspect I is like still in the loop. I like when people say it's a disgusting, horrific murder. Well, look. Is there any other kind of murder? SP said disgusting. That's why I think I said it. I think uh, subconsciously I saw it. Jacqueline says, thank you so much for the gifted membership. Karm is in the house. Joel, did you lose your keys again? You're in your... I uh, tell you, he needs adult supervision, I, and I'm too old. I'm retired. Somebody else should adopt him. We do have the keys. However, um, I was helping the COE here at Studio 1K, so I cannot make it over to global headquarters. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile... He has a rich fantasy Sam life. Depp says, so glad you're covering the Brodigan case. Yes, we are. We're going to dig deep into it. By the way... Uh, she is back in court on Friday, and we're going to cover that in, in Jacksonville. Um, so we're going to cover that live, the court hearing as well, on Friday. And then we're going to end the week with, uh, we're going to end the week with Great Scott, to True Crime Phil, with Scott Duffy and Phil Waters. But there are things to talk about uh, ahead of us showing you this video. And we're going to show you this South Florida Adelson family tour video as soon as the COE drops it in. And then we're going to um, separately upload that so it's a lot easier, so it's not embedded in this video, so you guys can find it. Uh, the idea there is that we're here in South Florida, kind of took for granted the fact that many of you, if not most of you, if not all of you, not all of you, but 99% are not here. So wanted to show you the different sites related to uh, the Adelson family, and that is what we hopefully will show you in just a few minutes. Um, Angie uh, says, I'm new here. I like the channel. Thank you, Angie. We like you. Carly05, Jared's two-year-old was in the car, too. Two-year-old was in there unharmed uh, as his body uh, was laid out. But he was shot? He was shot multiple times when he went to move a tire out of the road. I want to know about the second husband. CC24, we're going to discuss that tomorrow night. Uh, let's put it this way. Uh, hang on one sec. Uh, Sarasota, Florida, 57 degrees, unconscionable. Very yes. cold. That is no, like nobody. Uh, I spoke with my sister who was in Budapest, Hungary, and there was, there is, um, Wait a minute. It, she told me in centigrades, it was two degrees centigrades, which is very close to like 36 degrees. Yeah. Uh, look at this. Real, From KCL. I'm so glad you're going to cover the Jared Brodigan case. Best guess in true crime. I help mod a group for the case, and I will link the episode in that group. Please do. I'm going to post it. Uh, once we get off, as a matter of fact, I think it's posted already, but I haven't tweeted it out. If you want to follow my show times, I am at podcast STS on Twitter. That is at podcast STS on Twitter. And this is correct. Asian American legal focus. Shout out to Judy. Hi, Judy. Shanna and Jared had each already remarried. Yes, they had. And then Shanna abruptly ditched her new husband, uh, this guy, Mario, and hightailed it to the West Coast. 
her family. She's originally from Salt Lake City, but she was arrested, I believe, in Washington State. It is a very intriguing story with so many similarities. How many children are involved? Uh, I believe four. He had a set of twins with Shanna. Jared had to set a set of twins with Shanna, and then he remarried and had two more children with the new wife. She, I do not think, had any more children. But again, they were in this horrific custody battle. So um, love the Thanksgiving video. If you haven't checked that out, please check it out. Look at this. Carm, there's a new future for us. Carm Joel for President VP 2024. I uh, think we would do a good job. I don't love that she's on the top of the ticket, but uh, <laughs> I will support her. Do you imagine? Do you imagine? Listen, I am not too. I'm not too young for that. If we have an 81 year old running and then the 79 year old no, you're running right, and they're men, and yes. then an 84 year old woman is perfect. You're right. You're right in the wheelhouse for that. Um, as you can tell, uh, we're in a loopy mood tonight, and that's what you're getting this evening. I am getting evening. kind of anxious be... because I, I'm waiting. I want to see well, the, the show. Well, the COE is I editing to, away. I, may I say? This is what happens when you've got big parties at night and day and night and day. I, and also happens to get vertigo in the middle. She claims she had vertigo. And by the way, I went out and got her four Gatorades this morning because exactly, I know. I had, get, I had vertigo once in my I life. I think this is crazier than Great Scotch or True Crime <laughs> Phil. Uh, this is pretty this insane. Is not, this, this, no, but what I, is Meve Mullen going to say after the show? I am getting very anxious because I don't know. He just told me a few hours ago to come over to his house. Remember Steve Cohen, after the first couple of shows, he called us. He's like, yeah, you're not that good either of you. Uh, no, 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 no. He, he argued with us that really, I thought we were fun. We were having fun. Yeah, we were having fun, but he was because like, Because we were meeting fun. once a week. Look at this, Warsaw, Poland, Carm, in the house. But go ahead about Steve. Oh, it's Warsaw because there is a Warsaw in one of the states in America. Look at this. How could this be anyone's favorite channel? I have no idea, but it's Lisa Cox's. Go ahead about uh, it. No one called. It's, it's a, to use a scientific word, it's an aberration. This tonight is a freak accident. <laughs> I don't way. know how I got involved in it. I have no idea. But I'm getting I, anxious. Where is the tape? This is what happens when you're in news, by the way. You go on air. There's something that's not there, and you have to talk. And that's what we're doing. It's called vamping in news. However, there's actually stuff to talk about. These phone calls, which I've been trying to get to, but we're just in this okay, crazy so kind of mood. But, so what I'm trying to explain to everyone is this is not your typical typical STS episode. This is definitely far from typical. Uh, if anyone has, look at this, Carm Uncensored. Love it. That'd be the great, great title for the book. How, look at this. This is a first, maybe a second, actually. Michael, hi from Nepal. You think he's making this up? It's, Michael, are you making really this up? It's really high. You know, it's, not, it's really high up, you know, yeah, and it, he's high. The, Him high, the Himalayas. High high up. In the Himalayas. Yeah. He's high in the Himalayas. I heard in Nepal, they give Nepal. you pot. We are, they give you pot? Yes. I don't know if it's a horrible rumor that kind of puts a blemish look on at the this pot. tennis girl. I love this. I it's want so you entertaining. to talk about the phone calls. Oh, look at KCL getting us back on track. The voice of reason here. She's like, this is insane. Uh, she's from Salt Lake City. We're from New Jersey. Culturally, yeah. probably a little bit different. So the bottom line with this show is 
we're doing this uh, Adelson family tour as soon as we get it in there. And uh, look at this. Carol says, stop talking over your mom. She can't get her point in. Uh, Don't worry. I fight rules. for my rights. Don't forget, I'll be the president. He's the vice president. Joel, please tell them about the phone calls. Do you know who sang Fight for Your Right to Party? The what? Fight for your right. Fight for your right to Joel, party. Joel. Do you know who that was? I have zero. The Beastie Boys. I'm musically absolutely retarded. Oh, the camera's probably bouncing from me. Apologies. That's my arm. Uh, Like I said, uh, we were. Do we see Wendy while we're on tour? Can you talk about the phone call? We're getting there. Here's a funny story. True story. Um, We. The sources. My mother was visiting my sister. No, no, that's. She came back in. This is a story I'm telling. Okay. Why doesn't anyone ever say that she's interrupting me? How come yeah, no one ever says that? I, it's a culture. We interrupt each other. So I went to pick up Carm at Miami International Airport. She comes in on a Sunday, smack in the middle of the day. So I can't do anything before or after. I came in Friday. 2.30. And as we're leaving MIA this past Sunday, Oh, uh, look at this video up. Congratulations, Bugs. I hope you got your oh, high God. heels on. It was worse than the nine-month pregnancy so, and delivery. Um, so we are leaving MIA. I pick up Carm, and we're going through the parking area, getting a ticket. All of a sudden, we see 20, 30 police cars, right? It was on Friday, just for Oh, it was on Friday. You can't be right. It was a long weekend. So you came back on a Friday, and... 20, 30 cars, including federal agents, swarm into MIA in the, wearing the, the flag FBI jackets, black jackets. The, the, the and I say to Carmel, I bet it's Donna Adelson. This is after her arrest, joking. And she goes, no, but it could be Wendy and Harvey. And then I said, oh, my God, it really could be Wendy and Harvey. And we stopped for a minute and we tried to get it was the takedown was going down in um, the parking lot in, a, so, in another la- la- line lane of the parking lot and the other lane of the parking lot lane or line Joel, do me a favor tell the story of well i was going to talk back. about these phone calls which i'm going to but the coe coe give me a uh a time until this is uploaded coe we're going to show you this video first but the short of it is this so Donna and Harvey, Donna and Charlie were on the phone a innumerable amount of times in the week between his conviction and her arrest. And I said to myself, what or which best guess or who could we get to discuss this? And then I just had a look in the mirror and saw not it's going from bad to worse because now Ethel is barking in the background. Tallahassee Democrat. The source is is the Tallahassee catastrophe. The source is the Tallahassee Democrat. COE, how's that upload looking? It um, will upload when it uploads, she said. <laughs> <laughs> my my daughter-in-law wrote, it will upload when it uploads. Uh, you have no idea what I want to say. Do, right? With his wife and myself, um, he doesn't so, have a chance. So there were all these phone calls, and we're going to get into it in literally a second. But the, what I've been trying to say since the get-go, 19 minutes and 19 seconds is... This is clearly an unusual show. Carm is here. She's a licensed licensed therapist. If anyone has Didn't anything, help me in this dumb if thing. anyone has uh, <laughs> Black Widower says Ethel is the best guest. Yes, she is. <laughs> she certainly is. What's amazing is our chat numbers are going up, not down. If I turn this on for one second, I would literally 
throw my computer out the window. Uh, Joel, stop being so passionate. So let's start on the calls. Uh, I do have notes on the calls, and then we will get into the video. Please, I beg you, I I beg you. How many hours? uh, So keep in mind, so this is now between Charlie's conviction, which I believe was November 6th, and Donna's arrest. How many hours do you think the two of them spoke in that one week? I read the I read the oh, you know. Democrats, 35 so hours. So we're going to get to that without further ado. Uh, I think so, you had to we have to emphasize it. 35 hours in one week, right? 35 hours. My mother was a school teacher. More than 5 hours a day. But before hours. we get there, as I was saying, and we're going to upload this separately. Um COE, can you remove your banner, please? Uh, this is the video. Apology for the audio issues. An edited version will be uploaded separately. We are going to upload this separately so you don't have to deal with all this nonsense to get to it. And you'll be able to watch it. Uh, this is the Adelson family tour. Let's hope this is not an unmitigated disaster. Sit back and enjoy the show. You can only blame Joel because Joel uh, filmed it two different days. And he called me and asked me, where is the icon? And I happened by by sheer luck, I happened to know where it is. And then I take all the credit for that part. Lisa says Charlie was a big fat mama's boy. Uh, this is two mama's boys. And someone just said, be nice to the wife. And then someone says hello from New Zealand. Okay, everyone, let's watch this. This is, uh, this is a lot of hard work for me and the COE. Please oh enjoy. Oh, my God, you have to know he's Please suffered. enjoy the fruits of our labor. Okay. What's up, STS Nation? Buckle up and get ready for the Adelson family South Florida tour. We're about to drive 40 minutes north of here. We're going to check out Charlie Adelson's home where he's no longer living. But I hear someone else is in there. We'll talk about that on the show tonight. And then uh, we're going to check out the Adelson Institute, which is no longer there. But we're going to see what's up there. That's about an hour from where we are. Then we're going to head on back south. And we're going to check out some of the uh, jaunts of the uh, current Adelsons. By the way. Harvey and Wendy. Donna no longer around. But we'll show you the uh, Icon building where they live. A really well-to-do building. And uh, we will take you to the spot where the bump went down. Where Charlie and his mom met after the infamous bump. We're even going to take you to the Adelson Synagogue. uh, Which is not far from here. And guess what? That's not it. You're also going to see where... Luis Rivera and Secreto Garcia grew up, and Dolce Vita, it's jam-packed, so get ready for the ride. It's going to be the ride of a lifetime. We're about a half a mile away, and uh, don't know what to expect. This is right off uh, the major highways here. And we are one-tenth of a mile right now from Charlie Adelson's old home. I'll be honest, this is not exactly what I was expecting from the maestro in his Ferrari. Uh, I've seen much uh, higher-scale neighborhoods in South Florida. Definitely not what I was expecting, but uh, we're about to pull up to the home in just one moment. It's a quiet street, basically right off the highway. Uh, and not far from Fort Lauderdale Airport. So uh, we'll be there in one second. 
He was a periodontist. He was a dentist. Oh, I heard about it. We just knocked on about a half dozen doors where Charlie used to live here on Whale Harbor Lane. People are super nice and they came out and they spoke to us, but pretty much across the board, no one wanted to go on record. People didn't know Charlie, uh, the people that we talked to really well. They knew of him peripherally. They said that he would walk his dog. Uh, one person did talk to us at length. They did not want to be on camera and said in so many words that they believe Charlie was involved with a lot of illegal activity uh, and suggested that we look into some previous lawsuits uh, and that would point us in the right direction. Um, but he seemed to think that Charlie was up to no good and he paid attention to some of the trial and said it just didn't add up that he was making three and a half million dollars a year as a periodontist. So. That was the, the really interesting conversation. The other few people that we talked to basically just said they would see him periodically and they were shocked, surprised, stunned, all those adjectives when they found out that first that he was arrested and now that he's been convicted of a murder for hire plot. One interesting thing, one neighbor said that Donna was here the night before she was arrested, kind of closing up the house or taking care of something with the house here in Fort Lauderdale. The very next day, she tried to flee, and that's, of course, we know the end of that story. She was arrested as she was uh, heading onto the jetway. So that was an interesting piece of information. This is the kind of stuff you find out, this kind of thing that the COE and I used to do every single day in news. Can't tell you I don't uh, really miss knocking on doors that much, but it's, it's cool to be back out here, and we got some information. Now we're headed over to... Uh, the Adelson Institute, which is no longer in business, but we're going to show you where it's at. So we made it in one piece all the way here to Tamarack, Florida, which is north of Fort Lauderdale. This is where the Adelson Institute used to be. And it also used to be right on this marble slab here. 7737 is the address. The suite number is 207. You can see it goes from 206 to 209. No more Adelson Institute, but let's go upstairs and see what we can find. Just we're up in uh, the Fort Lauderdale and Tamarack area. That's where we, where we saw Charlie's house. We also saw where the Adelson Institute used to be. They're both uh, old haunts. Uh, no one really there anymore, although there is someone living in Charlie's house. And we can talk about that a little bit on the show. But now we are headed south, back in uh, familiar territory for the COE and I. We're headed down to world-famous South Beach. That is where Don and Harvey's condo is. That is where the bump happened. Uh, that is, uh, we're not going to show you the school, but that is where the boys uh, go to school or went to school at one point. Uh, it's also where Donna and Charlie met 
right after the bump at a restaurant called Monty's down there and uh, the family synagogues down here also uh, so a lot of things are down here in South Florida uh, in the Miami area and uh, as per usual we're stuck on some traffic on I-95 South but out in the distance there you can see I think maybe no you're looking at a truck but I promise you the city of Miami is out there uh, in the distance We just got off uh, the highway here and we are in what is known as South Beach, the heart of South Beach. Uh, we are just about a mile from the Icon, headed there right now. Uh, this is what it looks like uh, on the, not, not on the real touristy side of South Beach, but on the west side of South Beach. And uh, we're about to take you there and show you exactly where Donna and Harvey, uh, at least where Harvey's living, but uh, Donna is no longer there, so uh, we'll be there in just a second. So these are the exact same steps that Donna Adelson walked down in that now infamous bump video. She's coming down the steps of the Icon building and then she heads south this way. The tip of South Beach is this way. She crosses the double driveway here at the super fancy Icon uh, building. By the way, it's a really busy street with a lot of traffic, a lot of drilling, a lot of things going on. So there's a lot of commotion. Donna may not have even realized what was going on, which I don't think she did. And then these second set of steps, these smaller steps, this is right where the FBI agent stopped her. The bump went down right here, right at this spot. And what's so crazy, we're not going to show it to you. But the school where Benjamin and Lincoln go is literally right over there. It is right behind the camera. So as soon as the bump was over, which is obviously, in my opinion, in many people's opinion, one of the uh, main elements, uh, main pieces of evidence that ultimately uh, doomed Charlie and could doom Donna in a court of law, the elementary school is literally right there. So as soon as the bump was over, she started heading east towards the beach to go pick up her grandkids. We're not going to show you the school, obviously, where Benjamin Lincoln and Lincoln attended. But trust me, I can throw a rock from where I'm standing right now and hit it. So this is it. This is the epicenter. That is the icon. That is where Donna lived up there. Uh, Harvey's probably up there right now wondering what are these people doing on this little cell phone, these little beady people many, many floors down, but we're out here to show you exactly what's going on. And just for the lay of the land, that is Fifth Street in South Beach, which is a, which is a very well-known street, major intersection that takes you to the beach. That's over there. And then again, there are two towers with the icon over here. Uh, I presume that she lived in the North Tower. That's where it looks like she lived. And uh, next stop on this little tour, we're going to take you to where Donna and Charlie, there's a drilling, but we're gonna take you to where Donna and Charlie met post bump. So this is the backside of the uh, icon over here. You can see there's a uh, pretty expensive yachts. This is the marina right over here. Uh, again, Donna going from the lap of luxury to the Leon County Jail. Uh, some more really expensive yachts. And this is the other side of the icon. You can see just how fancy and massive a building this is. Again, this is a multi, multi-million dollar 
uh, per unit residence overlooking the water. Um, this is prime, prime, prime real estate. Uh, people would give their you know what to live here. Uh, Donna and Harvey were living here. Donna now in that county jail, which is uh, hard to wrap your mind around. He's here. He's going to be up there, maybe taking a nap right now. Uh, but this is the backside. And of course, uh, as you can see here, there's a boardwalk, there's a pier. A lot of kids come out here to play and uh, people go jet skiing, do all that sort of things. Uh, this is one of the spots where a lot of tourists come to rent jet skis and go out on Biscayne Bay. So again, you can't get much nicer than this. Uh, things have changed quite a bit for Donna. So this is Monty's, which is a really, really well-known, popular outdoor bar, kind of Jimmy Buffett style. And immediately after the bump, when Charlie and Donna were then in a panic and nervous, they came uh, from the Icon Donna, which is just less than a block away, and sat on one of these stone tables right next to Monty's, uh, right on the water here. And this is where they talked. So you can see the icon is right there and then Monty's uh, just a hop, skip and a jump away. And again, this is where Charlie and Donna came right over here where the surveillance was ongoing uh, with the FBI. They couldn't pick up the audio because of the distance, the streets out that way, but they were able to video record them. Uh, again, this is a super busy boardwalk. People running, tourists here. Uh, curious to know if anyone here has heard about so this is an interesting little uh, sidestep during the tour. Uh, this is still Miami Beach. We're coming right up to Collins Avenue and we're on 75th Street. These four blocks to the south of me right here, this is actually where Sigfredo Garcia and Luis Rivera are from. Uh, this is actually in the middle of what is a very wealthy area on either side. This is a little enclave um, with a lot of like little grocery shops, little stores. But again, this is where Sigfredo Garcia and Luis Rivera grew up and where Luis Rivera ultimately became a member of the Latin King gang. So this just gives you a feel and a look of what it was like uh, for them when they grew up here uh, in the heart of Miami Beach. And this was Dolce Vita. Uh, we just found it. It is now called Oliva Pizza and Gelato. We just talked to the uh, hostess there. She did confirm it used to be Dolce Vita. Of course, this is the spot that really incriminated Charlie Adelson in the end. This is where he met with Katie Magbanawa. Uh, there was also a conversation in the parking lot here, just right in front. Um, and that's where uh, the FBI could not pick up any surveillance but of course on the inside of the restaurant they did pick up surveillance a lot of that audio wasn't usable for many years until it was enhanced and then obviously played uh in court and during charlie's trial uh, we haven't heard from the jurors yet which is something sts is uh, continuing to work on but i can guarantee you that when those jurors finally do speak that they're going to let us all know that the so-called dolce vita tapes 
were a big factor in their decision to convict Charlie Ailson. Of course, Don is not on those tapes, but this mountain of evidence uh, could impact Donna Adelson as well. She, of course, is in Leon County Jail. But just look at uh, the life they were living, quaint little cafes and coffee shops. And now Charlie's in the Leon County Jail and his mom, Donna, is right there next to him. So we made it to the final stop on the Adelson family tour. This is 41st Street. This is a very Jewish neighborhood, very religious neighborhood, with a lot of kosher restaurants and markets. And then right over here is Temple Beth Shalom. This is the Adelson's synagogue. Uh, this is a reformed synagogue. And uh, one name person but we just saw a super famous celebrity who's picking up his kid at this school and um the reason we're shooting from this angle is there is a school here and kids are getting let out we didn't want to show little kids faces so this is what it looks like um you heard ruth markell on the last episode say that she needed the help of people in south florida to find out she doesn't even know if her grandson's going to be bar mitzvah or not and want to know if any of you knew that information uh, it's sort of fitting to end at Temple Beth Shalom. It is a house of worship. It is a place of prayer. No one needs divine intervention more right now than the Adelson family. The view. I've got a couple of comments. Uh, COE, good job in the crunch. However. <laughs> okay. However. Stop it. However, Get um, over it. there are a lot of shots she didn't use, a lot of things that uh, you're not going to Oh, I was on mute. We were on mute. Carm, what do you think of uh, what you just saw since we were muted? I'm not an actress. I can't re repeat exactly. I'm impressed. I'm truly impressed. I think it's very interesting and it gives you an idea. Uh, the place is much more beautiful then in this video, in the sense that um, the palm trees and the blue skies and the warm weather, I think you should all come and visit. Uh, Meg P, not exactly. The COE, you killed it. She did a good job under the circumstances, which is having vertigo, me having to get her Gatorade, me having to take the kids to school, oh, her it. having it's to so sleep annoying. late and then missing annoying. all that. But it's anyway, get over it. just so you know, uh, there are some shots that you did not see uh, and things, a few things you didn't see and some people I went up and talked to because like... One thing you got to know about the COE, she's very effective, but she, um, there's a term for this. She does, she meets the least resistance possible. She I takes the path are, of least resistance. I think you are, stop talking. I'm going to get up and leave if he continues to badmouth. Her, her IQ, save the moment. Her IQ, her IQ is well above mine, but let's just say that she doesn't always apply herself. So she will oh apply herself. God, that's not true. And we will have a completely a clean, edited gonna, version. And that version will be posted completely separately from this tomorrow. Maybe I'm just a perfectionist, Carm. I don't know, but it's very May I say world. something? It's very interesting, and I would love to know what people thought about it, because well, I think please, people in other countries, like like uh, they, do, they hear about Miami, Miami. I think one day you should do a promotional for the tourist office, because Miami is truly a very beautiful place. It's on a bay, on the ocean, and everything is like art deco 
and uh, and skyscrapers, but it's happy. It's not like cluster like uh, New York where everything is in a canyon and coming at you. I like New York, but I like Miami. Uh, Asian American Legal Focus. To the by the way, if you have a question but, now. If you have a question now for either of us, just put a big capital Q and then the question. That way I can scroll down through the chat, see it. We'll take questions what did, what and then did, we'll get some what did, what did you I'm say? rapidly losing my voice. Asian American legal focus. To those people at the synagogue know anything about the Markel case, weird given how Donna ranted against the shul. Uh, the shul is another word for synagogue for those who do not know. And uh, they do know. And I'll tell you why I know that they know, because I have friends that go to that very synagogue. Temple Beth Shalom. And again, the Adelsons are basically pariahs there, uh, not very well regarded because of what happened. And so, uh, long story short. Yeah, but um, you cannot blame the children for what happened. Who's blaming the kids? I mean, I'm sure the children are accepted. The the kids, I'm sure, are accepted. But but I don't think they go there anymore. And Wendy specifically. uh, Hey, Joel, you will have to do a sequel. One day, you know, in in Coral Gables, because uh, because uh, by the way, when they moved to Coral Gables, how do you know that? I I have spies too, not only you. I didn't I know have that. Uh, we'll have to go down there. By the way, uh, I did not know that, Carm. So curious to hear um, how you do know that. And I cannot name my. The sources. only place we didn't get to is Matsuri, but that's like an hour and fifteen minutes from where we are. And uh, again, life gets in the way. So um, that's how that went. But again, she will put out a much cleaner edited version of this and we will get it to you. But if you have questions now for us about uh, this, I'm happy to answer them. Uh, JJ Sinclair becoming a YouTube member, which is a miracle in light of how this show yeah, started. Yeah, really off the rail, as uh, you would say. Yeah, you did a great job. Look at this, look at this. Just notice this comment from Michelle Burns. COE, you did a great job taking us on the visual. Nothing about J-O-E-L. I think that the COE is unbelievably talented and she's she's juggling so many oranges. She's uh, she's very she's a super multitasker with three little children, with a dog, with a house, with a with a job like this she's the she's the technical uh, expert joel couldn't even start the tv the the you couldn't even uh could you have done this here's a question not related to the tour do you think louise killed dan and lied i don't think so i think sigfredo was the <laughs> trigger man although interesting question now in news this is what we call a package this is very long a typical news package is about a minute and 30 seconds and um this ran close to 15 and, minutes and, and 20 minutes of advertising. But this is what we do. And, you know, this is what we used to do. We knock on a lot of doors. And I did talk to people and I'll tell you some of my notes in just a moment. But if you have questions, Angela, do it just like Angela here with a big Q. Carm, will Wendy be arrested in 2023? That's basically 31 more days, give or take. A few I, days. I don't think so. I think we'll have to wait till 2024. Keep the questions rolling here. Bonnie Lee Lopez, the Triple Q. What were your thoughts after seeing Charlie's Love Shack that's for sale for over a million dollars? So I have to say, and I said it in the video, very unimpressed. And I only say that not because it's not a nice house or not a nice street, but. I was afraid you were going to knock it over with your elbow. 
Um, so it's not because it wasn't a nice house or Juliana, not a nice street. It's because you're getting compliments. The COE is here to interrupt and disrupt even more. Um, I think I'm going to have an, I, I, I just think I'm going <laughs> to, honestly, I think I'm just going to have a nervous breakdown. You know what? My dad, if you have it, have it, have my it. father's psychiatrist. He said, there's no such thing as a nervous breakdown that you just always think you're going to have one, but you never have. One. I think I'm actually going to have a nervous breakdown. Joel, Joel, I think it's actually going to happen. If you have, my father is have it as, as one, one show, like Monday night <laughs> or Tuesday night. Bonnie Lee Lopez. What were your thoughts after seeing Charlie's love shack? That's for sale for over a million dollars. As I was saying before, my mom interrupted me and then my sorry. wife interrupted and then my mother interrupted again. I'm sorry. Is I was very unimpressed, and that's because Miami has really, really expensive enclaves, uh, very well-to-do. Number one, I thought it was going to be um, on, the, on the water, much closer it to the ocean. It was on the water, wasn't it? How come no one yells when they interrupt? Only when I, I only get yelled at. <laughs> but I'm... you showed it on the video that it's She on lives the on water. a canal. What I'm saying oh. is the really expensive real estate in Miami is the real estate that's closest to the ocean. And this was basically very far inland, right off of the highway, almost a stone's throw from the highway. Not a great neighborhood. Um, an okay street, not a great neighborhood. And then you saw the house. Uh, by the way, I'm told that he has a full gym in his living room, the shades were down. I did knock on his door and I'm told that his girlfriend, his most recent girlfriend, and I'm not gonna reveal her name, I have it. You guys might know is it. Is she the mother of his children? No, child? this is a different woman, uh, is living there and she is basically mortified, not answering the door for anyone and uh, is hunkered down inside that house. We did ring the doorbell Wait a minute, what did Sarah and no one say? answered. Sarah says, well, Carm adopt Lorna and I, we can take care of ourselves and we love her. Yeah, well, if you can take care of yourselves, definitely it's a yes. Uh, Blackwood Door, I have four fifths brothers would snap the COE up. Oh, one just for shopping. Okay, well, uh, we'll have to come to the Republic of Ireland and do that. Don't slap Joel, he's an awesome man. Thank you, Noah. Finally, it, someone is coming to my defense here. Uh, I'm, I'm in Naples, Florida, across the alley. Miami is beautiful. What's up, Janet? Question. Uh, when did Harvey and Donna move from Coral Springs, or did they have a house and condo? I don't know the exact year. It wasn't long ago. Now, in um, sort of contrary to Charlie's home, Donna and Harvey, how would you describe the icon? I mean, it's a very it's elite. It's an icon. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's very very no, know, high end. What's an average unit go for they, in that place? Starting, I don't know. I'm not a real estate so agent. Two million but dollars. I, over I would a say over two million dollars for a unit. It's a very for high a, end for a two place. bedroom unit. Um, so that is that. I'm just looking to see what questions. Here we go. I thought Harvey and Donna moved out and just purchased a three million condo. Uh, it's not Brickell Avenue. There's a place called. We even got confused. There's a few different icons. It's a brand, and there's icon on South Beach. That's where they live. There's also an icon on Brickell, and it did list for somewhere in the two to three million dollar range. May so, I say yes, Carmen. There, there uh, I don't know the exact year, but the year when they sold they they uh, um, business to Charlie. Mm -hmm. 
and they sort of thought uh, Dana and and Harvey sort of retiring. People, people, when they retire, they move from their homes into condos. Some people move into a three hundred thousand dollar condo or two hundred fifty thousand dollar condo. And somebody who is a dentist and has a has had a business will move into one of these, like the icon. Uh, a bunch of people, I think, before I already answer this, were asking who's living in Charlie's house. I'm not going to give her name, but it is his current girlfriend. Uh, I can't imagine them spending too much time together uh, in the near future. She is living in there. Another piece of information that I don't know that people know, uh, everyone on Charlie's block met him because he has a large dog whose name is, can anyone guess? Can anyone, do you care to guess Charlie's dog's name? Maestro. It's a great guess. Not Maestro. I'm going to give it a second for some guesses to come in, and then I will reveal uh, the guess as we uh, the answer as we take this question here from Gail Hawkman. Why would they even go to the synagogue if they were anti-Jewish Jews? Carmela, would you like to answer that as a therapist? I don't think they were anti-Jewish. They were reformed Jews. One of the mistakes people make all over the place is that they think of Jews as a homogenous group, that it's uh, the Jews is always the same thing. They are reformed, they are reconstructionist, they are complete atheists who are Jews, they are uh, Orthodox Jews. They were of the reform branch, which is one of the uh, Judaism light, compa- uh, considered as Judaism light by the Orthodox. So they were Judaism light, and the, the uh, dietary uh, rules were not very observed. And and at the same time, it's still within the. They wanted to be identified as Jewish. They they were Jewish, but they were Jewish light, like Kimberly K. Very good explanation, Carm. I'm still yes. dying to hear what Steve Cohen says about this episode tonight. He's a great read of talent. Uh, look at this. The COE putting up uh, some stats right here uh, for sale. I can't read that. I this can. is what's for sale in the icon right now. 1.4 million, 2.1 million. It's hard to three bed unit. Three bedroom units are going for two point something million. Two bedroom units, 1.3. And it looks like a one bed uh, bedroom is going for 1.3 million. Uh, that is. Miami real estate, sad but so, as uh, the great Waverly Allen, my cameraman at CBS4, used to say. Carm, who do you think will turn on who in the family? At this point, if you had a guess, and I'll tell you who I think, I think Charlie turns on Wendy. What do you think? Well, the, the, the connection between Charlie and Wendy is the weakest link because they did not... They were brother and sister, but they weren't so intimate with each other. You see, they this, weren't, you see this comment? What is the comment? Racing out to dinner, have your car, hit the like button. She's a piece of work. What does man. it mean? He, he, she took my car. I don't even have my own car. Oh, she just took oh, my oh. car. But go ahead. Come on. Something happened last time. I don't even Look at this. Look at these comments. The COE is a saint to put up with Joel. Absolutely. And not... And you are so right, hundred percent. And I'm so grateful that that she's around. And it sounds crazy, but I'm because not many women could handle him. You know what it is? 
I when I do something, I want to do it well. And you, no offense, and my wife, I no true. offense, no offense. We are offense. not perfectionists. You guys are very. It's true. It's absolutely true. Let's just put it this way: you are. I, I am lazy and not a perfectionist. Yeah, I and it drives it. me insane. It's, and this it. is why I will have a nervous breakdown. My father was wrong. It exists. Miss Wheelassie from Scotland. Did any of the neighbors who spoke with you speak nicely of Charlie or the family or were they, were they mainly upset, angry? Great question. I'm glad you asked. So we did go up to four or five neighbors and it was some interesting conversations. I'm not going to name names. I don't even remember names. I only got first names, to be honest. Uh, one person uh, house sits and basically is a true crime fanatic and could not believe uh, what happened uh, emanating from that home. With that said, uh, that person didn't really know Charlie. A lot of other people we talked to would see Charlie almost daily walking his dog. Everyone across the board said he was a pretty nice guy, kind of kept to himself, um, you know, and, and was friendly. He would, he would make small talk, um, but he really kept to himself. He was very friendly with the neighbor to his immediate left. And that neighbor suddenly dropped dead of uh, a massive heart attack from what I'm told at the age of 65. And that neighbor uh, was who Charlie sort of confided in. And then I found out through someone else that, believe it or not, Donna and Harvey, and I think even Wendy went to this person's uh, like a memorial or something related to that. So he was apparently tight with this one neighbor. Uh, Carm supporting her daughter is precious. Here's a question for you, Carm, and then we'll get back to that. What does Carm think of Wendy lying so much? Is it a pathology? We did a, an entire show on perjury, Carm. Is yeah, it a pathology the, 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 at, the, at a the, certain the, point? The, the, the lawyers, the experts, the attorneys on uh, think that she could be, uh, she could get 20 years just on perjur perjuring herself. And, um, and, uh, do I, do I think, I think that she is in this, has the same syndrome as, as uh, Charlie. She thinks she's cleverer than everybody else. And she can, uh, what is it? Play circles or write circles around other people yeah something something, something to that, that she can she can uh, fool everybody but but that that uh, backfires on her in this case by the way what do you guys think of the hat it's a sts hat i'm trying to get them uh, made in mass quantities so we can uh put them in the merch store stacy evans are there eyes on Harvey and Wendy Thanksgiving together? Is she daddy's girl? What is her relationship like? We wonder. Uh, we don't really know. Someone also asked me, where's Wendy living right now? As far as we know. So that building is in an area of South South Beach called SoFi, which means south of Fifth Street. Very exclusive area. And I've heard that Wendy lives in that little section of South Beach also, presumably in a different you know, apartment. Uh, so... I don't know for so sure, but that's what we are told. Uh, this is another interesting question, and I'll tell you why. Questions are The questions are great. Hope Sweeney. Hope Sweezy. I can't read anymore. When you get arrested and never get to go back to your house, what happens to your belongings? It's interesting because someone did tell us that 
the night before Donna was arrested, she was at Charlie's house and she was collecting belongings. So I don't know exactly what she was getting there. And I don't know if you saw this. There was like very bizarre. There was almost like a uh, an old car seat, a black seat that was just sitting on the curb by his front lawn. If you didn't see that, we'll get a shot of that. How long? I have no idea. It's a great question. I was wondering the same thing. But Um, I think I think we have to remember from other episodes that he almost like fortified his house because uh, because he was um, uh, getting alarms. And you remember? That's another thing that we didn't get to show you. So I I pointed out to the COE and we filmed it and we'll get it in the the much cleaner edited. Again, there'll be a clean edited single version just of the tour that comes out tomorrow. Uh, So and I'll tweet it out at podcast STS and I'll put it on Instagram at surviving the survivor. Uh, I noticed an uh, immense number of cameras at his house all over the place and we shot the cameras themselves. So we will put that into the video. You'll see. Uh, and there were many signs, at least five that I counted that said under surveillance, under video surveillance. Um, again, I, I, I sneeze and can hit just walking around Miami, more impressive looking houses than Charlie's. So obviously um, there are other houses to break into. He, he was concerned for certain reasons. Go may, ahead. May I yes. say another thing? I think his house is so close to the highway mm. because he was one of these people. Traveling periodontist? A, he was a traveling periodontist. B, he was hanging out South Beach, which is the entertainment district, not south of 5th, but between 18th and 5th is the, what is it, the... The, on the on the ocean drive ocean drive another shot the coe didn't get in there we have shots of that you yeah. have yes. because ocean drive is like world known as a beautiful beach and uh, and a lot of nightclubs and entertainment in the side streets and he probably was using his house literally to sleep in yes Literally, they they literally say and that he, he traveled like young people don't mind to stay in a car for hours he, he's 47 he's not that's a, a young person <laughs> he's not he's not, not a college a, that's kid. a very young person um well he behaved in some ways like a college he, kid. he sure did by the way i know i'm gonna forget so let me tell you right now the dog's name drum roll do you care to have another guest besides maestro for charlie's dog's name Carm. Who controls Charlie's monies now? I have no idea. I'm sure his parents are in his pockets, not Wendy. Carm, a guess on the dog's name. I I have no idea. Something with teeth? Nope. That's a good guess, actually. Good guess, Carm. Sharp as a tack still at 84. The dog's name is Bubbles. Why is that funny? Bubbles. What has that got to do with it? I didn't say it was funny. I just no, no, no. But it, apropos, what related to? I us, have no idea. Not bubbles. a clue in the world why he named his dog Bubbles. It's a very unoriginal. It's and a very, very unoriginal, I, but also I like Ethel better. Slightly, uh, I guess I'm not one to talk. My dog's name was Mabel, and now I have Ethel. Um, but Bubbles, it's um, it doesn't sound like a big. It was a big, manly dog. I was going to say I. 
a little bit of an effeminate ring to it. Bubbles, yes, like, for a big dog like that. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. Could the Adelsons be sued for wrongful death? 100% they could be. Will they? That's a whole different question. And Donna being arrested complicates it. Um, how many people talk to you? In total, we probably talked to like seven or eight people. So there was one guy on the block. Again, I'm not naming names, but he asked me if I was Jewish. And I said, yes, because I'm Jewish. And then he basically went on to, I don't want to say disparage Jewish people, but um, he basically, in so many words, said that he, it, it was his understanding, his knowledge, which I think is fairly limited, that um, Charlie was part of the Jewish mafia, which doesn't, there was a Jewish mafia at one point. But well, that there was, was in, in, definitely a Jewish mafia. Yeah, yeah but, but but Meyer Lansky, yes. Yeah. But I don't but, think that Charlie I had anything. I think he anything. was freelancing. Uh, he was freelancing. So this person also went on to say, look, I watched the trial, bits and pieces he did. And he said, Charlie was making three and a half million plus dollars a year between 2014 and 2018. And he said to me, and by the way, he said this while not wearing a shirt and after having done a lot of work and about 80 pounds overweight dripping in sweat in the no, you didn't heat, like him because he heard the jews he was he was dripping sweat on my my shoe which is more why i didn't like him but uh what, what was i saying oh he said three and a half million dollars a year that's not a periodontist salary um and that is true. A periodontist is not making well. We have we have here. that tape that uh, that I saw that you showed uh, where he's selling. Um, uh, what is he selling for the for the exercise? What is it called? Mm. Hey Mona, Joel, why bite the hand that feeds you? That's a great question. Uh, Joel, don't make that agreement with yourself to have a nervous breakdown. I'm so far behind on the uh, questions here. A slow nervous breakdown is maybe what it is. Steve Nick, like the Knickerbockers, um, or like Stevie Nicks. Question for Carm. Does she believe Wendy was involved and still threw Charlie under the bus in the first police interview? Do you think she was involved, Carm? Sadly, I think she knew exactly everything, but being a lawyer and being um, not a nice person, she stayed out of it uh, so that legally she could smell like roses. And in that sense, she threw her brother under the, the, the bus. If, I, if, if my half-sister wanted to uh, kill somebody, I would scream <laughs> at her not to do it. And I would stop her physically. This has got to be one of the weirdest shows we've done <laughs> in our time. Uh, Black Widow. <laughs> Uh, well, come back to this question. Did you see any barbed wire at Charlie's? I actually looked for the barbed wire. I always respect property. You can go up and knock on a door, but it's private property. So I wasn't walking around the home per se, but I was looking. I could not find it. This is why I love Blackwood Door. Joel, I had a nervous breakdown. It's very real. That's very reassuring because I feel that I'm in that. Joel is just a little bit theatrical. Uh, I feel like I'm heading there. Uh, yeah, can we have an episode I, I with COE and Carm there. and Joel? Yes, we can do that. Uh, Joel, listen to your mother. Love the drama. Does anyone let their kids go to Wendy's for a play date now? I got to be honest. Um, man, 
I have kids in that age range, a little younger than her. They're, I mean, they're young teens now. I, I don't know when you stop kind of calling it a play date, but I would be uh, reluctant. And I, I know my, the people I know that know of, and I don't want to make it seem like they're close with the Adelsons, but they know of them and they are in the similar circles and they go to the same synagogue. They um, avoid them. They avoid them. That's that's the best way to put it. Jimmy Castellano and Jeannie, uh, friends of the show from Portland, Oregon. I wish Harvey would have stopped by while you were by his mansion. Maybe he would have offered you some Pepto. Uh, another huge shocker. I know people are going to find this. Do I have ADD? Uh, both Carmen and I have ADD. Extreme ADD. At, uh, you mean attention deficit disorder? I diagnosed myself like five years ago, but I had it all the time. And I just interrupted myself to read the ADD comment. So that tells you something. Uh, new to your channel, and I love it. It's amazing that she didn't say that I'm ne never logging onto YouTube again. Uh, Joel, you are blessed. I am blessed to have my lovely mother here tonight. Uh, oh, I was going to say, this probably won't surprise a lot of other people. The other piece of information I got when I was um, on Whale Harbor Lane or whatever the precise name of the street is, is that Charlie enjoyed a lot. He very much enjoyed smoking a lot of marijuana. And that, ironically, the neighbor's first name, I will re reveal this. No, don't. Don't reveal it. Don't. You, you're going to be sued. I won't reveal it. I'll tweet it out. I don't want a Carmelo to freak out, but it has something. You have to be The first name has yeah. something to do with marijuana. Uh, Charlie Adelson apparently loved marijuana, smoked it. When was the last time you smoked marijuana? Did you smoke it in the 60s, Carmelo? In the 60s. In the 60s? In the 60s, and you don't smoke either because you think you're going to die if you smoke. That's my problem. Uh, my father, uh, he called, he referred to it as grass. Now we're really going off on a tangent. And we're, we're going to get back to these phone calls. Where is Harvey living now, Wendy? Presumably in the same places. Listen, it's not that easy to move. Uh, you know, you can't just pick up and go somewhere just because your wife gets arrested. So I presume he's in the icon. Carm, uh, what do you know about the icon other than what we've talked about. Do you think that, for example, the doorman? Do you think knows. that the doorman? Yeah, I was going to ask you. Do you think that? How do you know? I was going to ask you that. Do you think the doorman because, knows? Because we know each other this, for a while. Yeah, Carm had someone in her building that she knows well. But do you think that she um, she watches uh, the one of the concierges watches me uh, watches the podcast. And we always discuss it afterwards. Carm, this is the real tragedy Valerie. here from, from Warsaw. When Wendy is finally booked, we don't know if it's going to happen, but I think it is eventually. Will the boys go to Harvey? How does the law work? And should we be worried about their safety? Um, they could go to Harvey, but Harvey's 80 years old, and I don't think that he's going to be able to handle them. And I know, because I've, I've talked to them briefly, I know the Markells are very concerned about this. And it's a it's kind of like a double-edged sword and something that they're very conflicted by because they want to see justice and they want, I think, Wendy arrested. I'm not 100% certain, but I, that's the impression I get. But at the same time, if Wendy is arrested, who takes care of these kids? That is the real tragedy well, here. Well, in the short run, you know, they would sleep over at their grandfather's locally. But in the long run, I think no offense to Ruth, I don't think she's in a she has, she's in a state that she can take care of them 
uh, so I think her 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 daughter. What is her name? I forgot. I'm sorry. Name. What's what's uh, Ruth's daughter's name? Shelly. I think Shelly Markell would would uh, have the responsibility. Shelly has because older children. Uh, but... Judging by myself, I think uh, raising children is a very tiring, very difficult, and very laborious. Uh, no one knows and, that more than me. And uh, even even okay, you have small children. But That's even the problem. Teen, even teenagers are teenagers are not easy people to uh, raise or to um, take care of because they still need taking care of. So I think it needs to be a younger person who has bigger reserves of energy. Angie Childress, how old is Charlie's son? Charlie's son, from what I've told, five is years five years old. old. Uh, Peaceful Kingdom, I'm with you on this. I'm getting a headache listening to me trying to finish a thought too much chaos stop interrupting oh stop interrupting joel oh stop interrupting joel like she's talking to me i thought she was saying you stop interrupting me but she's actually saying stop me no this is a this is a very bad thing we both do we both do it we both do it i don't even notice it it's such a bad habit i'm giving myself a headache i'm just scrolling through here looking for a few more questions to answer extortion Porsche. It is interesting because a lot of times in Miami, the Ferraris, of course, Charlie drove a Ferrari. They don't always match up to the home. Someone I saw earlier in the chat, and it's a great point, said you don't pick up women with your house, meaning you pick up <laughs> women with your car. And that is certainly something that people in Miami uh, abide by. That is a rule uh, that people in Miami abide by. I'm looking here, scrolling through for comments, comments, comments. Someone wanted to know if the dog's name is Bentley. Dog's name, Hitman. <laughs> I'm so far behind. <laughs> That's Caliber, funny. Tiny, Gibbers, Staples, Floss, <laughs> Gums. These are Tuto. <laughs> Boss. These are great names. You guys are awesome. Uh, the dog's name, again, is Bubbles. Bubbles the dog. Let's scroll down. You're very the end disappointing, here. the word bubbles. Yeah. What kind I'm of, think of soap bubbles. What kind of grown man with a maestro Ferrari license plate is naming his dog Bubbles. I thought he uh, would name the dog Maestro. That's that's really sad. Uh you can feel the love between Joel and Carm. Was Charlie's car in the garage? I didn't peek in. However, there was a car parked in the driveway again. I'm told that that's Charlie's. Wasn't the car uh, parked with a with a cover on it? Yes, I think so. I I don't even remember. I have to go back. I and remember look at the video. that. I said because it obstructed the view of the building. On a serious note, Carm, how much counseling will those boys need? Do you think this boy or those boys? The boys. As okay. In... No, all all joking aside, um, I am watching the the. What, what were they kidnapped? What were the, the ones in Israel? They were kidnapped. No, but hostages. Hostages. I'm watching the return of the hostages. And I am thinking they will be traumatized. They were all five, uh, 50 days in captivity and then they were returned. And these children were in captivity for th 13 and 14 years. And they were in a in a toxic family. 
And now we want to undo that in, in two months therapy with a therapist. Uh, hey, Mona. I think that they will be uh, traumatized for a very, very, very long time. Now, if you are, I just have to say this. Please do. You, 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 you can be traumatized and live with a trauma and you don't have to become a depressive or a psychopath or, or continue in the family tradition of, of crime. You can, you can really have a very meaningful and satisfied and happy life in spite of the trauma. There is an expression that I cannot remember right now that you can either wither away through the drama or you can get stronger through the drama. Hey, Mona, Carm, what was the biggest discipline you doled out to Joel and for what reason? What's the biggest point? I wasn't really punished very much. Which no, was we, are, we failed. We failed. <laughs> which is, which Both the, my husband and I failed. Which is the problem. Uh, Patty. We, we really never punished him. He doesn't even know what. But I do remember in like the 70s, late 70s, that my dad would threaten me with the belt. Never. I, I knew, remember. I knew like joking. I, <laughs> he, he, has a, he was the most peaceful he was very peaceful, but you back then you could. Th I didn't say he did it. I said he threatened. He th I didn't say he with me with a belt. Time, one single time. And back then it was one allowed. Single. Mrs. Fig used to smack me on the knuckles with a ruler. You imagine doing that to a kid today? Do you? I don't believe she did. Mrs. That. Fig smacked me on the knuckles with a ruler. I don't believe, even though this has to be the weirdest it. show. Joel, it's twenty-eight degrees in Pennsylvania. Precisely why I left New Jersey. No offense. Um, I don't like living in bad weather every other day, although it is going to dip into the 50s and 60s here. For two days. You will not see Ferraris, but you will see mink coats. And then when I get a picture of one, I will post it on Instagram. Uh, Carm, Black Widow brings up a good point, and that is Charlie has arrested development. Do you agree with that? I don't even want to talk about it. I have rested development closer to home. I can't comment on this one. No, I think definitely he had um, a, a very warped, you know, he, I don't think she ever called him on anything that he did that was, that was either antisocial or inappropriate. I don't think she ever called him on anything. She just kind of, enjoyed listening to all his uh, uh, bad behaviors. And she got a kick out of his bad behaviors, which, which encouraged him to have more bad behaviors. And yes, she, in a certain way, he was an adult because he was living on his own. He wasn't supported by his parents. But on the other hand, he, he, the normal development in the world is to have a wife after a certain moment and children and and continue uh, with, with the next generation that would he he never made a commitment to anybody look at the super sticker car from warsaw i wish i had my mom around to hang out like this <laughs> you're so wholesome and lucky i miss it keep up the great work solid podcast fan for life let's not Get let Wendy get away with it. Honestly, keep up the heat. Um, may I just say something? Thank you. Thank you. And uh, it is true. I never thought that there would be a day that my da dad would not 
be here any longer. And that day has arrived. So even the moments where Carm annoys uh, the hell out of me. I don't want to say that, that uh, I try to see and enjoy even those moments. So it's kind of like when babies are crying. You want to enjoy all those moments. Uh, Amelia here says, I believe at the time Charlie was looking for a hitman. He and Wendy Adelson agreed she would use the hitman TV joke to test the waters with Jeffrey, hoping he would offer to do it. Interesting. But, but I was not <laughs> listening right now. Could you re read it just once? She thinks that she was putting out that Wendy was saying that TV repairman hitman joke, putting it out there for Jeff Lacasse to see if Jeff Lacasse would say, oh, I'll do it for you. He was too smart. Is too smart. What do you think of that, Carm? Well, he was in love with her, and men in love also do crazy things, and maybe she thought he would do something, at least beat him up or something. This is something Carm has said from the get-go. Harvey is just as guilty as the rest, Carm. Do you agree? No, I said that they were a family that, that talked incessantly and shared everything, and they were very... Um, very enmeshed into each other. And I think it's very hard to imagine that Harvey didn't know anything. I mean, somebody made the remark, one of the attorneys said, or psychologists, they said, probably Charlie, I mean, um, uh, Harvey just said, just do whatever you want to do and don't 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 bother me with it. I'm reading my newspaper. Lisa Boris wants to know, was, was Joel... I mean, he didn't go and say, don't dare to do something like that. Don't even think about it. Are you going crazy, uh, Dana and, and Charlie? What is What are you thinking? Harvey didn't stand up and, and, and call it. Hmm. Lisa wants to know, was Joel ever told no? It's very hard to tell <laughs> no to Joel because Joel will find a way around the no. Uh, very frankly. Look at this. Look at this. Miss Wheelassie, Joel looks too angelic to have ever been disciplined. I don't believe he'd ever have needed to be told off. Oh, come on. Come on. Come on. When he complains, he doesn't have to be told off he has to be told off but he, he, i don't know he has a, a certain look at this maureen walsh must be either my wife or my mother who's on a different alias on this chat joel was spoiled rotten i'm glad you didn't get hit schools were the worst for corporal punishment uh donna's next court date good question it is sometime in december i don't think we have an exact date unless sts nation knows of a specific date uh, 1212 is Charlie's sentencing. I'm seeing someone writing 1212. Is it possible that Charlie and Donna would have the same date? Um, possible, I guess. Look at this. We could rename the podcast possible. Home with the Waldmans. Uh, I really love your channel. Thank you so much. Carm, we're going to wrap up here with just these phone calls, and then we're going to say goodbye. So and we, we have to apologize right now for our behavior. Yeah, it's a little out of control tonight. I actually really do feel I don't want to bore the audience that I'm coming down with something, Carm. Yes, you and definitely are coming down with I'm something. I'm going to take a hot shower after this is over and Thank get under you the covers with Ethel. The, the, uh, <laughs> Ethel cuddles like a human being. She because Love. you're okay and i'm going home and i'm gonna read um look at this new to the channel 
what does COE stand for? That would be the chief of everything. Uh, she runs my life. Everything. Andy school, friend of the show from Detroit. Oh, we got hit in middle school with paddle, but that it had holes in it, man. I I don't even want to remember. I can't believe that I'm old enough that Mrs. Fig could smack me on the knuckles with a ruler. I don't Um, believe I never heard it. I would have complained. It is 23 degrees Fahrenheit in Ottawa, Canada. Um, Well, that I would believe. I was in Ottawa with a lot of snow. Beautiful. That building, I don't know if it's the, is that their um, congress? There's a question from Space Coast. I don't even know what this is, but he wants to know if you believe in simulation theory. I did. I was listening to a radio show. What is simulation theory? I I read. I'll Google it. Yeah, Space Coast, you have to tell us. We're not that smart. We're not as smart as you, but I. I was reading somewhere that someone actually thinks that we are literally living in a simulation right now. I wonder if that's what he's talking about. This is not even, this this is like an alternate reality that we're all living in, that it is not a real reality. Well, well, the, the truth is, the truth is that this is, we, we, I am, I, what you see is what you get. This is the interaction we have many times off the camera. Uh, God, I'm afraid of Steve Cohen's comments on tonight's show. Cyber nerds. I don't worry about Steve Cohen. Carm, this is a final question in this regard. We'll wrap up the phone calls and then we will say goodnight. What did you think of Wendy's interview at the police station right after Dan's murder? What did you think of that? Was it an act? Was she genuine? I think she... I think she really got upset at that moment. She got very upset. And here is what I think. And here is the twisted turn on on this subject. I think on one level, she was thinking they did it, meaning Dana and and Charlie. On the other hand, she literally was upset with the death. I mean, it was, it was something that she genuinely felt. Even, even if she committed the murder by the collaboration with them, even then it's a possibility that she was upset by the, by the death. I think she went in and out of it. I don't think she could act it. I really think she was in shock. Um, Hey, Mona, asking if we went to Matsuri. That's the one place we couldn't get to. It's a little too far south. Karm, question for you. I I said the last question would be the last question. This will probably be the 15th, the last one from Lori Gregory. Karm, I know you are much younger than Donna. We'll just play along like that's true. No, but it's not true. I was born in 19. You're 11 years older than Donna. But can I you am imagine? Not 11 years old. How, what she's you... 73. You're 84. Okay, 11 years. Okay, wow. Okay. You're 11 years older than Donna. This person okay. says you are much younger. Okay. Can you imagine yourself being cuffed and locked up in a prison like Donna will endure the rest of her life? What would you be doing right now, Carm? You're a survivor. You survived a lot. What would you be doing right uh, now? What would I be doing if I were, I'm 84. I have a few years left if I'm lucky and I would, I would not like it. I, I love to uh, be in this world. I love to visit my great grandson. I, I would be, I would be very, 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 very upset if I did something wrong. Maybe it would be a slightly different 
upset. But if I did nothing wrong and I was locked up, like we were all locked up during uh, COVID, and it wasn't the same thing because we were in our own apartments. We could go out, uh, look out the window and see trees and see uh, the the sunshine. But being in a jail, it's it's a horror. Absolute horror. By the way, SCS Nation has spoken. Believe it or not, Charlie and Donna's hearings are both on December 12th, 12 12 don't miss that date. We will bring it to you. We will have it. Uh, we'll have the very latest. We'll continue to give you tours of everyone's hometown. At home with the Waldmans. People seem to like that name. So, Carm, let's... Because finish. there was the Waltons. Oh, yeah, the Waltons. Carm, just to wrap this up. So there was a story in the Tallahassee Democrat. Kudos to the Tallahassee De- Democrat. Support local journalism. They got a FOIA, which is a Freedom of Information Act request, meaning that they had it. Uh, give them this information. And they did. Charlie and Donna, from the week that he was convicted until her arrest, they were speaking five hours a day minimum. Now, they can only tell you the number he was calling, and that was Donna's number, but he could have been speaking to Wendy. He could have been speaking to Harvey. Uh, Carm, what do you think they were talking about for all those many hours during that week? My first thought was, and don't. usually admit it, you are the one who called me. Because if I call you, you usually don't pick up, right or wrong? Look at this. I love this format. I would watch this anytime. Uh, by the way, when Carm is here, I'm like in this little corner and I'm contorted and it's uh, not not good on the back. So other than that, I can do oh this. Oh, my God. My so. back is fine, everybody. Carm, um, what were they talking about for all those many hours during that week? Do you think they were coming up with a getaway plan for Donna? It, they needed that many minutes for that. I think they have a habit of this is their form of entertainment. I talk a lot. That's my for. I talk to my friends. I talk to my daughter. I talk to my grandchildren. I talk a lot. There are people who talk a lot. That's their pattern. There are people who are quiet, like my husband was. And he had this saying that quiet people talk a lot if you talk to them about things that interest them. So even quiet people who talk very little talk a lot if you talk to them about things that interest them. Ned Smith, STS is the fastest 80 minutes on YouTube. Thanks, Joel and Carm. Great show. Um, Carm is giving me, she's giving me the rap signal underneath the table. She's giving me the, this, she's giving me this the cut. It is almost time to cut. I'm uh, afraid, I honestly am afraid that people will get bored. <laughs> How could you be bored of this? Um, <laughs> the longest call, two more quick things and then we wrap up. The longest call came the day after the conviction, November 7th. That was the day that Donna and Harvey bought their tickets to get out of Dodge. Can, by the way, can you believe that they bought one-way tickets? They did things like uh, almost like would you, you have ever make, done that? You you can almost make a joke of the mistakes they made from their perspective, how they wanted to run the show. They made mistakes. They first of all, somebody told me who told me they should have gone bought a ticket to um, Charlotte North uh, North Carolina. Where is Charlotte? In North Carolina. North Carolina. <laughs> Charlotte North Carolina. And then buy a, bought a ticket from there to to an, uh, to to abroad. 
but they went right to the Miami airport. <laughs> A $30 taxi drive. It, would, it wouldn't have mattered. Uber drive. Their, their, not their, even 30 Their passport was being flagged the second they tried to get out no, of the country. No, because they, because they talked a lot. Allegedly, their friend denounced them. Look at this. Selenaris Summer RN. Where is Carm originally from? I know she's a Holocaust survivor. I want to hear more about Carm's life. I enjoy this show, and you all are very adorable. So glad you asked, and I'll tell you why. <laughs> oh, God, don't do that. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I just handed in the final edits of my book. I handed it in. It's going to have the same title as the podcast with a different subtitle, Surviving the Survivor. The book will be available for pre-sale sometime at the end of January. Oh, yeah, and it will be available in bookstores the, on Father's Day 2024. Uh, no better gift to get than a... Uh, why for Father's Day? No, it's a great question. Um, because you are a father. I like Wesley John Holmes. He's uh, in Japan via Australia. He watches the show. So it's the book morning. is coming out. It's Wednesday morning. Look at this. It's even 75 in Phoenix. It's 130 there in the summer. Today, today it's only 75. It's it's absolutely We are never bragging about anywhere. the weather in Miami in the summer. We only brag in the winter. So, Carm, real quick, the longest call was two hours. Do you think that they were devising the getaway plan on that day? I don't. Okay. I think they just had the usual endless conversations about nothing. And by the way, I reached out to famed Tallahassee defense attorney R. Timothy Jansen and a few others. You can make unlimited calls in the Leon County Jail. You cannot have visitors because of COVID, and there used to be restrictions, but each inmate has a like an iPad, not an actual iPad. Um, they have a, a tablet, and they can make calls from there. As long as you have money in the bank, the majority of his calls, by the way, were collect calls and uh, he wasn't paying for them. So I guess Donna and Harvey uh, were final question here from Carly. Could Donna have wanted Dan? Could Donna have wanted Dan murdered and talked Wendy into going along with it? I personally think it's the other way around. Yeah. Carm, what's your final say I think, on that? Uh, I think because she. Inci she was inciting to riot. Wendy was inciting uh, Donna by telling her the horror stories. And as a mother of a daughter uh, who is now married 32 years, I felt in the very beginning, I didn't want to hear something that was not perfect because I didn't want to dislike my son-in-law. Carm, I just had a great idea after this experience. I think for all Patreon and YouTube members, for uh, Thanksgiving 2024, we will auction off dinner with the Waldmans. You want to know something funny? <laughs> First of all, you have to guarantee that I'll be alive. You'll be 85. That's right. If I you're not, I won't be alive. Oh, come on. Remember the axle rods? The axle rods were our neighbors no, okay, in New let's, Jersey. Let's say goodnight. <laughs> she was like 99. Let's say goodnight. The mother died, and like three weeks later, the son died. That could be us. Yeah, but the son a, was a single. Look at Black Widow gifting five Surviving the Survivor memberships. Uh, the son had some definite issues. Well, um, yeah, beyond. the son was, and he was never married, and he was uh, too, uh, like, too. 199 inches tall and 
weighed 400 pounds and it was a very very sad situation the mother was about five foot one he, he sang in some like choir or something but he was an interesting was, guy yeah he was not knowledgeable anyway uh, may he rest this is peace. actually the last question i promise question for karm would wendy make a good wife for joel from pharaoh gamma hundred percent no we went to the same college i tell you why uh, i tell you why why because I'm not, I, I will never regret saying this. I think he found the perfect wife. Mm. She's very smart, very warm, and she doesn't take his BS. Bit of a lazy editor last minute, but uh. that's okay. Miss Wielassi, finally you finished the book. Someone acknowledges me. Well done, Joel. Can't wait to read it. Bonnie Lee Lopez, a friend of the show. Uh, can't wait for your book, Joel, A True Labor of Love. Yes, it is. It's, hard. it's an outer body experience. I can't believe that I actually it, did it. Actually, By the way, it took actually, me nine full months, which is, uh, as we all know. And he says to me, I am not grateful. I said, I kept you nine months in my belly, and you are not grateful. Rochelle says, Joel, you should read the book to us online. Uh, that'd be a good live stream. I'll go on for three months. And uh, 1776 Daughter. You know, may I say? Got to be on Audible. My dream you is for my mom to last. narrate it this. It was the last. So, may I say something? Yes. The, the book is sort of in a style as this session went today. <laughs> you agree? Yeah. It's like the same zany, how do you pronounce it? Zany, you're right. Zany um, uh, writing as as this uh, thing. This is quite the show, Con. This will go down in the annals of SBS yeah, this history. Is like, you know, the definition of weird. Send me comments. Do you think that this would be more entertaining than... Uh, Mariah Carey uh, during the halftime of the Super Bowl. I personally think that this would be more entertaining. You've seen a million celebrities, celebrities, you've seen one, you've seen them all. Quick reminder before you interrupt, Carm, then I'll let you interrupt. Tomorrow, back to a serious topic, serious story. We're talking about Jared Bridegan and Shanna Gardner with Tim Jansen and Monica Jordan. These are uh, death penalty cases. Monica Jordan has handled over 50 death penalty cases as a private investigator working on the behalf uh, on behalf of the defendants, in this case, Shanna Gardner and her husband. Uh, so we will be discussing that. It is so much like the Adelsons. It is eerie. And then Thursday, we are set to have Patty Morin, Rachel Morin's mom on. She's the woman, the mother of five, who was murdered on the Maryland hiking trail. Carm, you get the last word. I'm out of breath. The last word is that I hope many people will show up at the, at the crime con. Hmm. Someone sent us in an amazing CarmCon, CrimeCon logo, and uh, her name no, is Chris, K-R-I-S. Amazing. No, 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 but that's not the point. The point is we can meet them. We will meet all of you guys at uh, CrimeCon in Nashville, uh, very end of May, beginning of June, the last weekend of May, beginning of June. So I plan to live till then. Uh, Carm, you're going to live a lot okay, longer let's than say that. I love you, America. Love you, America. Love you, Tallahassee. Love you, the Republic of Ireland, Nepal, Tasmania, Japan, Japan Melbourne, Australia, and uh, tonight also and in Japan and Israel. Final seconds of the game. A chance to score and the chance has gone begging. If your business's commerce platform keeps missing the target on golden opportunities, Get the MVP you deserve. Get Shopify, 
Shopify is the commerce platform revolutionizing millions of businesses worldwide. Whether you're a garage entrepreneur or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool that you need to start, run, and grow your business without the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. So whether you're selling signed football boots from Shopify's in-person POS system or you're vending vintage shirts on Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform, you are covered. And once you've reached your audience, Shopify has the internet's best converting checkout to help you turn them from browsers to buyers. What I love about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US. And Shopify is truly a global force, powering Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across over 170 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash ranks, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com forward slash ranks to take your business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash ranks.